0: Keto Camper, Ben Azada here, your host of the Keto Camp Podcast. Thank you for pressing play today. In today's episode, we bring back Professor Brian Peskin, who's an MIT researcher. Brian Peskin has been on the Keto Camp Podcast before. Episode 45, where we talked about the benefits of saturated fats, the best time for carbs, the dangers of vegetable oils, and also episode 129, where we talked about enhancing your body's ability to fight the C-virus, I'm not going to name it here, the C-virus or any virus with essential fatty acids. Today's episode is actually a recording from a seminar that I attended in Boca Raton, Florida, years ago. This was the exact seminar that changed my mind regarding fish oil. You know, up until this point, I was taking fish oil just about every single day Recommending it to my friends, to my clients. I even recommended it in my first book, Perfect Health Booklet. And then I watched this lecture and then I followed up with looking at the research that Brian Peskin presented on this lecture. And it changed my mind on my advice when it came to taking fish oil and promoting fish oil to the point where I think fish oil does a lot more harm than good. And you're going to see, you're going to hear, the science behind why I feel that way. This is a very science heavy episode of the Keto Camp Podcast. You're probably going to want to listen to this a few times. Go check out the studies that he referenced. Maybe go listen to the previous episodes we've had with Brian Peskin, which I'll drop links for down below in the podcast notes. This is very important because fish oil is a multi-billion dollar industry and we have a lot of brilliant people who are still recommending it, who have not seen they have not seen the research that Brian is going to present on today's episode. He's also going to talk about the benefits of unadulterated omega-6. Adulterated omega-6 is horrible for you, but unadulterated, he makes the case, could support the mitochondria, the cells, the cell membrane. Now, Brian Peskin is a very controversial guy, but I don't really fall into the propaganda and the uh, the hit jobs, I'm, I'm going to call it, on Brian Peskin. I look at his research, and his research is rock solid. You can't argue his research. So if you want to verify all the things he's going to share on today's episode, verify it. He's going to share all the studies. Go look it up. I looked them up, and they are 100% credible and life-altering, life-changing. By the time you're done with this episode, if you're taking fish oil, I think you're going to stop taking it. Based off this research, that's exactly what happened to me. This was a conference from my mentor, Dr. Dan Pompa, uh, Health Centers for the Future Conference HCF Seminars that took place in Boca Raton, Florida. So I'll bring them on shortly. Before I do, I want to get to the Apple Podcast rating and review of the day. This five-star review comes from Wolfhound127 titled, I Like All of Ben's Content. I found Ben on YouTube but quickly started watching and listening to all of his content because it is straightforward and simple advice. Ben is not overly dogmatic about the ketogenic lifestyle and approaches it as a lifestyle that can be followed long term. Thank you, Wolfhelm. That is the goal not to put ourselves in a dogmatic box, to, but to be open. Perfect example is this episode because I was promoting fish oil all over the place and I said, oh, I was wrong. Let me change my mind here, and I think that's very important for us to change our minds when the research changes or you come across new research, so thank you for that acknowledgement, Wolfhound. If you have not left the Keto Camp Podcast a rating and review yet on Apple Podcast, please do so right now. It really helps the show grow and reach more people. I want to remind you that I have my 90-day detox program coming up in a few weeks. We have a few spots left for it if you want to learn more about that. And work with me for 90 days and learn how to detox your body at the cellular level, head to ketocampdetox.com, camp with a K, KetoCamp Detox.com. Okay, let's get into this episode with Brian Peskin. Brian Peskin earned his Bachelor of Science degree in electrical engineering from Massachusetts Institute of Technology, known as MIT. He received an appointment as an adjunct professor at Texas Southern University in the Department of Pharmacy and Health Sciences between 1998 and 1999. The former president of the university said of Brian's discoveries, quote, his nutritional discoveries and practical applications through life systems engineering are unprecedented, unquote. Brian founded the field of life systems engineering science. This field is defined as the new science of maximizing Desired results by working cooperatively with natural processes of living systems. Here is Brian Peskin.
1: Delighted to be here, and I want to thank Dr. Papa for inviting me. Just like he said, the cell membrane is everything. It's actually the brain of the cell. You can rip out a cell's nucleus. It lives for a month. Rip out its membrane. It's dead very quickly. So this is called the power of the parents, plant-based EFAs, LA, ALA. A lot of people say I'm controversial, but I'm actually very conservative, and I think during the presentation you're going to see some of this. The controversialness is how people can be recommending these super physiological amounts of DHA EPA. So here's a problem. Cause-effect relationships are mandatory, but we're having associations, and this is called epidemiology. So here's the problem. I get up at 6 a.m., the sun arises at 6 a.m. Turns out. The headlines say, Jim's arising caused the sun to arise. And actually, that's an association. You go, okay, maybe. But then you to do the actual experiment. You get up at 6 a.m., you get up at 7 a.m., you get up at 8 a.m. Lo and behold, it doesn't matter what time you get up. The sun is still up at 6 a.m. So how do you get around this problem? It's very simple. We need theoretical physiology, which is cell membrane structure and acosinoids. Cortocinoids act like hormones, they're cell by cell, they don't hit the bloodstream, very short. So we need clinical physiology, biochemistry, and epigenetic solutions. So these work in addition to any genetic type-based modality as an adjuvant. And what I'm going to do is try and give you state-of-the-art medical science you haven't seen before. I'm not going to repeat the same old stuff. So I'm going to move pretty quickly, you'll be able to get this presentation so you can review it at home. But I want to be very, very complete. Because I'm a hardcore scientist, so I like the theoretical, and then I love seeing how the theory has to go into practical. So, the first question you should ask whenever you hear any, one of these miraculous things is what's the metabolic pathway that does this? And typically, they'll look at you, what? The pathway. What's the metabolic pathway? It's like gravity. If I drop something, there's something called gravity, sucks it to the ground, it doesn't fly after the sun, right? Get used to asking that because 99% of the time, they won't have one. Witchcraft doesn't count with me. I'm a hardcore scientist. So, clinical practice is often 20 years out of date. Scurvy, 150 years. They knew citrus would solve the problem, they didn't implement it. Cancer, they say it's hundreds of diseases. It's not hundreds, it's one lack of cellular oxygen. That was Otto Warburg, Nobel Prize winner, MD, PhD. Brilliant. People didn't listen to him. There's hundreds of secondary causes, like asbestos inflammation because it utilizes all the oxygen. Heart disease, they say is caused by saturated fat, right? There's only one little problem with that. When you measure what's in an occluded artery, there's no saturated fat. And when I first saw this, I fell off my chair. Can measure it with high resolution chromatography, okay? Tell exactly what's in that clogged artery. I figured, okay, they say zero, but maybe it's to the closest 50%, 40%. They don't have the resolution. They have resolution to a 10th of a percent. There's none. Ask your board-certified cardiologist how much saturated fats in an occluded artery. He'll give you a big number. Nobel laureates Marshall and Warren unexpected discovery, ulcers, inflammation. They were ridiculed for years until they won the Nobel Prize and shut a few people up. And here's a problem, a new scientific truth does not triumph by convincing its opponents and making them see the light, but rather because the opponents eventually die and a new generation grows up that's familiar with it. This is perfectly applicable to the fish oil problem. We'll talk about that in a minute, but this came from Nobel Prize winner Max Planck, theoretical physicist. So it happens in everything. When people are shown wrong, they don't want to change. They typically don't admit it, and they won't admit I made a mistake. And if you're in that mode, you're going to be harming people. So the superiority is plant parent EFAs. There's only two, LA, ALA. They're called PEOs for parent essential oil. Key thing is they're essential, have to come from food. Body can't make these guys. So you have 100 trillion cells. Every cell membrane is half protein, half fat. Of the fat portion, 25 to 33% are PEOs. So imagine I have 100 trillion cells and there's a deficiency in 100 trillion cells. What do I expect a problem? Of course I would. I may not know what it is, but I'll tell you a couple things. Insulin resistance is a big one deficiency in oxygen transfer, it's a big one. Then the mitochondria, that Dr. Pamba talks a lot about, the energy production, has hundreds to thousands. And it's all parent omega-6 in the cardiolipin. There's no DHA, there's no EPA, there's no ALA. It's all parent omega-6. Here's something that just came out in 2017. Secretory cells are hypersensitive to changes in the lipid membrane induced by the diet. This means the cell membrane can sense when I have an adulterated, screwed-up thing in the cell membrane that shouldn't be there, or a superphysiologic amount of something that shouldn't be there. So this is why we have chronic inflammation today. The cell membrane, because it's getting adulterated, parent omega-6, and I'll tell you why in a minute, is always in a state of chronic inflammation. So all of your patients have chronic inflammation to some level. And what's the problem with inflammation? It utilizes all the oxygen. That's why cancer is through the roof. That's why heart disease is through the roof. That's why all the mitochondrial deficiencies are here. All the oxygen is getting used up in worthless inflammation going nowhere. It's horrible. So for the Warburg Theory of Cancer, this was supported by the National Cancer Institute and the National Institute on Aging, major abnormalities in the cardiolipin, every tumor. Every cancer patient has a screwed-up mitochondria, and again, it's fat-based, inner membrane, all parent omega six, every one. So an EFA is an essential fatty acid. That's what it stands for. Parent essential oil. I like that term. I coined it because EFA is so wrongly used today. An EFA is essential. There's only two: LAALA, DHA, EPA, GLAA. Those are called derivatives. They come from the parents. Those are not my terms. Those are in the medical literature. Parent and derivative are in the literature, but nobody's used them. So again, DHA from fish oil is not an EFA. It's not essential. Body makes it. DHA, not an EFA, not essential. Body makes that too. 99% of the parents stay as parents. It's less than 1% go to derivatives. Here's a big mistake. The whole medical profession thought, oh, all the parents go to derivatives. Let's be easy on the body and give it all the derivatives, hence fish oil. It's almost 100% DHA EPA. I mean, there's a lot of omega-9 in there, but the pharmaceutical grades get rid of all that and try and have huge percentages of EPA DHA. They thought they were doing the right thing. Turns out they did the biggest harm in the world unknowingly, and I'll tell you why in a minute. Pharmaceutical overdose, fish oil can't and doesn't work. I believe it's still the number one supplement in America today. I tell everybody it's a poison, superphysiologic overdoses. They're exclusively omega-3 derivatives, DHA, EPA. 1,000 milligram is 138 times, not 138%, 138 times what your brain uses on a daily basis. We have physicians out there advocating 4 grams, 5 grams, 6 grams a day. That would be the equivalent of 600 times what your brain is using on DHA a day. That would be like giving your patient 400 aspirin and saying, have a nice day. This will help you. Don't do it. I'm being facetious. You will kill them. This is the analogy of being done on a daily basis for every physician out there recommending supraphysiologic amounts. NIH, National Institutes of Health, measured how much DHA does the brain use a day. That's where I'd start again, I'm a scientist. Before you can give any dose, how much is your body using? I've never seen anybody even start there or anybody even ask the question, well, they did it. This was in 2009, I found it. Everybody should be able to find it. 7.2 milligrams was the upper end of 95%. This is big brains, small brains. And I told you, I'm conservative, so I'll give you double. So if the brain uses seven milligrams, Okay, the eye will use a little, nervous system will use a little. Let's go to 15 milligrams. That's 15 milligrams compared to 5,000. It's insane. I don't know how anybody can recommend a super physiologic overdose of 500 times. I, I just don't understand. Derivatives is made as needed. There's no problem in the delta six desaturase. So that's what everybody says. Oh, we can't produce this. You can't make ALA. You can't make DHA, EPA from the parents of ALA. It's always impaired. No, the effectiveness of ALA conversion into DHA, EPA easily achieved in the general population. Given the parent, they produce the derivatives just dandy. Even vegetarians, no problem. This was done in what year? Back in two thousand eight. 2005. This is all known. Nobody talks about it. Nobody asked the question, Where does this impairment come from? In the general population, there's no impairment. Diseases we'll talk about in a little bit. There's 2,600 times more parent omega-3 than derivative omega-3 in the body. 2,600 times. That's where I look at my attention. The derivatives, again, are less than 1%. Anybody ever seen that number? 2,600 to 1? Of course not. The fish oil people avoid this like the plague. Here's one nobody's seen either. Cod liver oil significantly increases the risk of melanoma. This was done in Norway back in 1997. It was one of the finest studies you'll ever do. Went through the cancer registry. It was prospective, so nobody had cancer when they started. If you had cancer, they did physiology, biopsy, and measured it. Three-fold increase in women taking cod liver oil capsules compared to the ones that didn't do it. Now, that gets my attention. A factor of three increase is big, and it was not due to chance. The increase is considered real, not due to chance. The statistics were phenomenal. Anybody here see that? Never. One did. One out of 200 and plus, great. Parent omega-3 is anti-cardiovascular disease. So the greater the parent omega-3, the less risk of myocardial infarction. The more you had of the parent, not the derivatives. And the biggest thing in this study was, regardless of the amount of fish you had, regardless of how high the DHA EPA was, it made no difference. All that mattered, they did an analysis of variance, the only thing that mattered was the parent omega-3. Nobody sees this. Again, so close so far. 2018, this just came out, and I had to read the article three times because I I couldn't believe it. I mean, I knew there were problems. DHA ruins cardiac mitochondria. Actually ruins it. Remember I told you the inner membrane is cardiolipin. That's all parent omega-6. Okay, that's LA. The fish oil displaces it. And that was the cause. Parent Omega-6 rescues, fixes the damage induced by long-term intake of DHA. That's their quote. This isn't mine. I give you the quotes on this stuff. So that's why you're going to be able to access all this. I want you, when you get home, to look at this so you can actually see it. I give you the quotes of what they said. I don't paraphrase. I may paraphrase after the quote if it's something highly technical. But it was a replacement of the parent omega-6 with the DHA that ruined the mitochondria. And it was down as low as 50% less. Now, your heart needs all the energy. It can get to pump. If you want to give somebody myocardial problems, give them fish oil. Just came out a couple of weeks ago. And they looked at diabetic patients first. Humans, this wasn't an animal study. You've got to be careful with animals. Sometimes they work with people correlated-wise. With EFAs, the they typically do in rodents. But in a lot of things, they don't. Analysis of the major omega-3 series groups, DHA was 70% higher, was 1.74, which is 70% higher in the diabetic patients. So, if you want to give people a lot of DHA, you are mimicking a diabetic patient. Is that really what you want to be doing? I hope like heck not. Diabetes the biggest epidemic in the world, and the biggest reason is, high-carb diet of course, but even bigger. adulterated fats in the cell membrane insulin resistance so plant-based seed oils POs, are the solution anti diabetes when they gave people the oily fish the diabetics the oily fish insulin resistant they needed more insulin to get the same level of glucose down the fasting blood sugars rose with oily fish this is what you're always told right oily fish anti-aging for the parent omega-6 reduced risk of cancer parent omega-6 Reduce risk of low-grade prostate cancer. 70% of guys, by the way, get prostate cancer. It's about 70. It's huge. Less dementia, parent omega-3. And by the way, dementia, you have hundreds of millions of capillaries in the brain. Capillary is made exclusively of parent omega-6. Better be fully functional. They're clogged. It's a cardiovascular issue, period. Period. It's that simple. Less cardiovascular disease, wherever they see fatty streaks, that's atherosclerosis. It's oxidized, adulterated omega-6. So if you have fully functional omega-6, there's no streaks. Talk about that in a little bit. So food processors never use omega-3 oils. They're too reactive. They have bisallelic bonds, DHA, EPA. They react immediately. They go bad spontaneously at room temperature. Fish oil, by the way, is uh, antifreeze for a fish. You have fish at 30 to 50 degrees. Well, nature only has two ways to make it where it doesn't freeze into a solid block of ice like you would if I threw you in the river <laughs> at 30 degrees. you turn it ice. Alcohol, you'd have a drunk fish, so that's out. Or long-chain fats like DHA EPA. They have five and six double bonds. The problem is when you get to 70 degrees, which is art to her, 98.6 in the body, the stuff goes bad instantly. And Dr. Rowan showed me a thing with fish the amounts of DHA in a warm water fish was 14 times less than the cold water fish. Okay, so going from 30 to 70 was 14 times less. We're at 98.6 and these idiots are telling us to take more. It oxidizes instantly. It goes bad, it uses all your antioxidants you're trying to build. So it goes to protect the fish oil from going bad. There's nothing left. The whole problem is in the parent omega-6 oils. This is safflower oil, sunflower oil, canola oil. These are the omega-6 oils. Most have no omega-3 at all. There's only two double bonds. They don't go bad. They can take the heat much better. And the food processors want long shelf life, so they don't care if you die. They just care their food doesn't go bad. This is why you can shove margarine in the garage, leave it for a year, There's no virus on it, there's no bacteria on it, there's no fungus on it, even the rat hasn't eaten it because he's smarter than we are, he won't (laughs) touch it. But we were told by our medical profession, margarine is good, right, for 20, 30 years. Nobody's ever apologized and said we were wrong and bad. One of my biggest problems, there's never anybody saying we were sorry and who did the old research and why are they not in jail? Because somebody needs to be accountable for this stuff and nobody is, just like politics. Nobody is accountable. My comment is, if I'm wrong, shoot me, I deserve it. You're basing you and your patient's health on what I say. If I'm wrong, I deserve to be shot. And before I open my mouth and publish anything, I go through it for months, believe me. I go round and round, look at it for every angle. So I'm very, very good at connecting the dots. I'm an engineer by training. Come from MIT so I can think. And what I tell people is, I'm a systems engineer, so I look at a system, food is the input, the body is the system, state of health is the output. And luckily, I guessed early on what is the one common socioeconomic factor that everybody has in common? Because rich people get cancer and heart disease, poor people get it. I don't care if you're black, white, yellow, green, blue, y'all get it. Food. And then I went to the cell membrane and spent a lot of time with cancer. And because I was right, virtually everything else. The center of the circle, it goes out to the circumference, everything is right. People going on the outside of the circle trying to look in are never right because they're starting in the wrong place, and they make excuses. So everything I give you is what's called mathematically, internally consistent, meaning you can start anywhere, and it will go back to exactly what I'm telling you. American Heart Association, 2009. Mega 6 Oils are getting a bad rap. That's wrong. And here's the quote, that reflects a rather naive understanding of the biochemistry. Talk about embarrassing. Don't you like somebody to tell you, yeah, your understanding of biochemistry is naive, it's childish. This is what they said, omega-6 derivatives are anti-inflammatory. So the parent omega-6 and derivatives, anti-inflammatory, this was known in 2009, and all everybody says is arachidonic acid, AA, is very inflammatory. The more parent omega-6 is fully functional, the less arachidonic acid you have. It's not inflammatory at all. And by the way, you want some inflammation. If you had no inflammation, you'd be a worm. You'd have no blood pressure of 120 over 80. You'd have zero. So anybody that tells you you want no inflammation is an idiot. They need to understand what they're even saying. If I cut my wrist, I better have inflammation to seal that wound. If I have no inflammation, I'm dead. 2017, last year. Came out again, confirms other studies. Rachidonic acid is not inflammatory, it's measured by C-reactive protein. C-reactive protein is very good. It's a systemic marker of inflammation, has nothing to do with prostate. It's systemic. And what they're saying is the more parent omega-6 you had, the less CPR, the less C-reactive protein, CRP, sorry. So the more parent omega-6 is fully functional, the less inflammation. Again, inflammation is everything today. Here we go. This is their quote. Now, fish oil damages cellular mitochondria. Came out 2017, right? Cardiac mitochondria. Well, this is in the kidney cell. Knocked it down 40% compared to rotten oils.
0: It uncouples
1: the energy from the oxygen production. It's horrible. It ruins the mitochondria. So, anybody taking super physiologic doses of fish oil can have any energy whatsoever. I have no idea. Metabolic pathway speaking, I took fish oil, I have better skin. That's nice. How? There's no fish oil in the skin. It's all parent omega 6 period. So, when I see this kind of garbage, you ask for that metabolic pathway, there is none. You're insane. Which craft doesn't cut it and don't let it. If somebody cannot give you a metabolic pathway of how the heck this is working, that's nice, no. That should be your answer. Limits in the bloodstream. Parent omega-6 to parent omega-3. Unesterified means just floating around. It's eight and a half to one. A lot more parent omega-6 you need. We're always told we're overdosed on omega-6, right? Everybody's heard that. We're overdosed on adulterated, processed, Oxidized omega 6 by food processors so it doesn't go bad. When you do a ratio in the body and it's not on a slice, 11 to 1 tissue wise is what you need for parent omega 6 to parent omega 3. 11 to 1. Nobody here is overdosed on fully functional parent omega 6. When you look at the plasma triglyceride, 17 and a half to 1. When you look at the plasma phospholipids, 115 to 1. Parent omega-6 to parent omega-3, 115 to 1. When you look at the cholesterol esters, 100 to 1. Cholesterol esters, the way EFAs are transported in the bloodstream, they just don't float around. It's called a sterify. It just means condensation reaction, rip out the water, cholesterol molecule, the PEOs are magnetized to it, okay? So the cholesterol is transporting parent omega-6, parent omega-3. Here was the first hit of statins. If we can lower the bad, adulterated parent omega-6, that'd be great. So that's what a statin does, lowers cholesterol. Well, it does lower the bad ones. Unfortunately, it lowers the good ones right along with it. So the answer is not lowering anything. By the way, there's no cholesterol sensor in the bloodstream, so your body doesn't care what it is. It's called a dependent variable. This is where engineering training, mathematics training comes in. You figure out what everything else is, cholesterol will be what it is. That's why there's no sensor. Well, it's a genetic defect. No, there's sensors for everything else. Blood, glucose. It's one part in a thousand. Tenth of a percent. Sodium, three percent. Calcium, four percent. So there's sensors for everything. There doesn't need to be one for LDLC. I've never seen anybody publish that. Eighty-five percent of what's in an occluded artery, and you should all know this because you all need to know this because that's the number one cause of death, adulterated omega-6. And it's not the omega-6 that's going bad inside the body. That does not happen. It's exogenous. It comes from the food we eat. The parent omega-6 and parent omega-3 do not go bad in the body. They're highly resistant oxidation. The same thing with cholesterol. It does not oxidize in the body. When they measure oxidized cholesterol, it's the oxidized PEOs to it. It's all one thing. They grind it up and they don't look at just the cholesterol molecule and the PEOs separately. It's all together. So they don't even know what they're measuring. The doctors have no idea. It's just oxidized. What's oxidized? Uh, Cholesterol. No. It's the PEOs and that is what's going bad because you ate them bad. Does everybody understand that? That is absolutely critical. The reason your patients are getting heart disease is because they're eating adulterated, processed, oxidized parent omega-6 in all the cooking oils at the regular supermarkets. Everyone is ruined. They don't go bad. They have infinite shelf life. There's no smell. They've been processed at temperatures 450 degrees. They've been chemicalized. They're wonderful for food that doesn't go bad, and they're going to kill you and your patient, and they are. This is why every disease is through the roof in spite of everything the medical profession is trying to do. It doesn't matter.
0: There are so many research benefits to having good fat in your diet, but there is just one little problem with increasing your healthy fats. If you can't properly digest the fat in your diet, you won't feel good. And a lot of people lack the one key nutrient needed to digest fat. Think about all the healthy fats most people, and probably you, because you're doing keto, eat on a daily or weekly basis. Butter, avocados, olive oil, MCT oil, meats, nuts. I could go on and on. Without this special nutrient, the fat just sits in your stomach and creates a traffic jam, which causes you to feel sluggish, low energy, and more likely for your calories to turn into fat. Because this critical nutrient is key to breaking down fat and making it usable by your body. Without sufficient levels, undigested fats pass through your GI tract where they can produce greasy, fatty stools, constipation, and fatty liver. What's the solution? It's a breakthrough new digestive product called CAPEX. This product comes from the same company that brought you Masszymes, P3OM, and many more amazing products from the company Bioptimizers. CAPEX is designed to rev up your cellular metabolism, which boosts your energy and capacity to burn fat as fuel. Combined with a solid diet and a workout plan, this combination of nutrients delivers a powerful boost in your ability to shed weight and reach your body composition goals. CAPEX upgrades the way your body and cells function and is precisely formulated to help your body rewire itself in these three key ways. First of all, every ingredient performs a critical role. Secondly, CAPEX also gives you focused energy and drive for 6 to 10 hours from the time you take it, so don't take it after 5 p.m. if you want to sleep at night. Last but not least, they've included a patented ingredient called InnoSlim to increase the formula's ability to help burn fatty acids by 100% in the mitochondria. The mitochondria are the energy factories of the cell. They act like a mini digestive system which takes in nutrients, breaks them down, and creates energy-rich molecules for your cells to use. Simply stated, CAPEX breaks your dietary fat into fatty acids and then burns them up at a highly accelerated rate as fuel. It's easily the most potent non-stimulant-based energy product I've personally taken. I highly suggest trying it out for yourself, when you go to www.kenergize.com slash KetoCamp. That's www.kenergize.com forward slash KetoCamp. You're automatically going to get 10% off any package of K-Packs with the coupon code KETOCAMP10, all one word, that's kenergize.com slash ketocamp. We will also drop a link for you in the show notes down. So
1: 2010, we looked at PEOs versus fish oil, measured arterial blood flow. How do you do that? Photo You can look at light. It's pretty cool. It's like a pulse oximeter. So how do you get more blood flow? It's only three ways. I have less occlusions, less blockage. I have a bigger lumen, bigger channel and I have more compliance, meaning it's flexible. So when you looked at it, it was 11 years younger with the PEOs. We had people that were taking fish oil, stopped the fish oil, changed to PEOs within four months, 11 years younger. And the way you come up with this is biologically, age-wise, and the cardiovascular, you look at 30-year-olds, 40, 50, 60, you can measure blood flow. And that's how you do it. Statistics were bulletproof, P is less than 1 in 1,000, which means, you do the same experiment 1,000 times, one time you'll get a, a wrong answer. You'll get a positive looking like it's, that it worked when it doesn't. Here's a problem with 95% confidence level. It's not in the slides, but when they do studies, 95% confidence level, what's that mean? If I do the same experiment 100 times, 95% of those times, I will get a result that is true when it's true. Five times out of that hundred, I'll get a result that's false, but it looks like it worked. So, this is why with fish oil they want 15,000 studies because you do 15,000 times 5%, you get 750 trials that failed, but because you're at a 95% confidence interval, you think it worked. So, you were suckered 750 times. Now, you could say, well, why using 95% confidence interval? Why don't you use a you know, point .1 like I did, point .001, because you would need way more people, and it costs way more money, and they're not going to do it. So it's always money, time, and what we're getting. But that's why you don't need 15,000 studies of anything. How many studies you do on gravity? Two. I throw you off the building, you fall. <laughs> and then you do it a second time, and you fall, too. Done. <laughs> Whenever you see study after study after study, you go, why? So fish oil is anti-anti-aging. <laughs> Here's the pathway we could skip, well the other one. OK, so when the POs become oxidized, from food processing, the oxygen transfer stops, we're gone. You need cellular oxygen. You're going to have no energy, you're going to have nothing. Oxygen is how the body deals with everything. all the inflammation. That's why you have chronic inflammation. Also, the inside layer, the artery, I spent years in cardiovascular research, but nobody cared. All they cared about was cholesterol. The inner lining, the intima, is all parent omega-6. There's no DHA, there's no EPA, there's no omega-3 in there. So you have one little lining of that artery that's parent omega-6. If that is defective, if that's adulterated, you are in trouble. So the whole process, again, is the adulterated oils in the supermarket. So only cook with organic oils. Here's the pathways, okay? You can look at this at home, the acosinoid pathways. Everybody publishes it, but they don't really understand what they're looking at. The key is nature's natural statin, PGI2, which is called prostacyclin. This is an omega-6 arachidonic acid derivative. It makes it where the platelets cannot stick together. They can't stick to an artery, and it's also a vasodilator. Well, how the heck do I get a heart attack given that? I can't get an occlusion. They don't stick together. It doesn't stick to an artery, and I have more blood flow. PGE1, anti-inflammation. It's the number one most powerful anti-inflammatory you can ever get. So, arthritis, chronic inflammation from the screwed up cooking oils. This quells everything. It's also a massive vasodilator, and everything is blood flow. A lot of the brain problems today are lack of blood flow, Alzheimer's, dementia, that's definitely blood flow. Lots of things are tied to blood flow. Skin, no omega-3, it's all paired omega-6. So if you take super physiologic fish oil, your body can't burn it up. It's called beta-oxidation, it's too much. It gets shoved into the skin, the sunlight hits it, skin cancer. You can't put sunscreen on, it's the temperature. Remember, I told you, fish oil oxidizes spontaneously at 70 degrees. Now you're at 110 out in the sun. This is why the dermatologists don't have a clue. How do we stop this? Fish oil has limited benefits, most notably long-term steroidal effect. Anybody here think a long-term steroid's good? I hope not. If you do, you, think you need to go back to school or read a book or something. Steroid shuts down everything. You die long-term. It is the most horrible thing you can do. Fish oil does that. And this was known in 2000. Recent study have indicated low levels of EPA DHA brings about the immunosuppressive things. So if you want somebody with no immune system all day long, give them four to five grams of fish oil. On Warburg, cancer is always caused by deprivation of oxygen. Nobody listened to him either. Most brilliant biochemist, physiologist of the 20th century. People didn't listen. One cause of cancer turned into genetic nonsense, which they're getting nowhere with, 35% intermittently over a long term cancer is induced. You don't feel it, you don't see it, you don't know anything, you get it. So there's a whole spectrum of benign to fully solid tumor, metastasizable. It's the difference in glycolysis to cellular respiration. So if you catch a cancer early enough, you can fix it. If it's too late, you can't fix it, it's irreversible, can't go back. Again, one prime cause, hundreds of secondary causes. Everything goes to inflammation, utilizing that oxygen. Deficient parent omega-6 causes cancer. This was done in 1976 also with Campbell. Interference with the movement of oxygen could occur at any cell membrane. That's why cancer could be anywhere. It's the same cancer. It doesn't matter where it is. It's just where's the biggest oxygen deficiency for the longest time? It's that simple. You should have no oxygen deficiency. And you put in the parent omega-6, fix cardiolipin, boom. Also, the cell membrane is the brick and mortar also. So the cell membrane disassociates oxygen too. Nobody talks about that. It's not just the mitochondria. It's the mitochondria and the cell membrane. It's both. PEOs, they're oxygen magnets. Oxygen is key to everything. Here's confirmation of the O2 cancer connection. In every case. Partial pressure of oxygen predicts survival in advanced cancer of uterine. Head and neck, radiopathy impact on treatment outcomes. Prognosis independently of everything. Carcinoma, head and neck, it's always hypoxia. Oxygen deprivation. The more the oxygen deprivation, the worse the cancer. The higher the oxygenation in the beginning, the more chemo and radiation work. Later on, the worse the tumor, mean the less oxygen. Chemo radiation don't work at all. You're going to die unless you do something else and you know something. Uh, It's just horrible. So again, since most of the parent omega-6 is adulterated, you need a supplement that has a lot of parent omega-6. Fifty percent of it is non-functional. So you need a supplement, hit that by mistake, with a lot of parent omega-6, you want some parent omega-3. The average tissue is four to one. If you look at like the heart, for example, four to one parent omega six to parent omega three. If you look at muscles, it's six and a half to one parent omega six to parent omega three. So you want some of the parent omega three in there. I told you before that the delta six desaturase pathway is not impaired in the general population. However, it is impaired in a disease state. So if you have a diabetic patient, biggest epidemic there is. If you have a cancer patient, That is going to be impaired, which means I'm not going to get enough PGE1 and the rest of them, but enough PGE1 for that anti-inflammation, vasodilation. So by giving it GLA, you bypass that. So I like a supplement that has GLA2 in there because these people need as much anti-inflammatory as they can possibly get with any chronic disease. You need to make sure they're organic, just cold press is not sufficient. You don't want any chemicals in there. You need to make sure that it's not rancid. Pionicicine is something to check These secondary aldehydes. Fish oil is 19. The most pristine fish oil in the world is a 19 for pionicinine. 20 is toxic. So it's right in the border. They don't tell you this. PEOs, it's about four. It's not even close. So secondary aldehydes are horrible. They ruin DNA. They ruin everything, and they can travel a long term. Everybody just looks at, oh, what's the peroxide value? That's meaningless. I'm an electrical engineer. That's potential. I can have a million-volt potential on a power line. That's why squirrels and birds can sit on it. it. does nothing. It's only a potential to go bad. The parent omega-6, parent omega-3 don't go bad in the body. They don't turn into the secondary aldehydes. To even have a problem, you need at least three double bonds for the parent, but typically the five to six. They're called bisallelic bonds. They're horrible. That's what goes bad. So there's a few things you need to know in a supplement, and you need to take them every day. Why? Because our food is processed all over the place. If you don't get fully functional parent omega-6 and parent omega-3 in the system, God help you, and this is why disease is rampant. So just like Dr. Pampa said, the cell membrane is everything, whether it's the cell itself or in the mitochondria, and this is the answer. So I'm going to bring up Dr. uh, Matheson from Kennedy came from Toronto with some case studies because I'm a theorist, so I will do experiments. I've done two to actually prove it works, which is always cool. But he knows biochemistry, too, you know, as his undergrad. But he will give you the clinical results of this. So, oh, one last thing. I just wanted to say that, uh you know, for some reason. Here's the thing with PEOs support all this. Some reason this thing's not working, but, uh, oh, there it goes. Wait a minute. I went back. But it's very, very good as a cancer adjuvant. So any cancer patients, it makes chemotherapy, radiation better. Because of the oxygen, it works better. Anybody that's getting radiation therapy, radiation causes cancer. So it makes the radiation better, but it also inhibits the new cancer that you produced prevents and reverses existing cardiovascular disease. PGE1 reverses occlusions. This was known in 1981 with Weiss in Germany. It reverses an occlusion. That's some of the things. And healing, we're doing a big study at a major cancer institute. Your patients will heal from any kind of surgery, any kind of fall, I walk walk up and whack you. Martial arts, sports, 25 to 50% faster. So it's really, really exciting. This is state-of-the-art stuff. People don't follow it. They're all tied to this fish oil garbage. And there's a lot of science that I give you. So you can look at my website. You can read my books, and you'll get all the science. You can have it here. And here's all the references. So it's all here. I connect the dots, and most that sell fish oil don't want to see any dots. They hate my guts, and I'm viciously attacked personally. They can never get me into science, because I'm never wrong before I publish. I won't do it. I mean, I take this very, very seriously. So they attack personally and do extraneous things. All that matters is, is the guy right? And is the science right? Other than that, I don't care who the heck you are. It makes no difference to me. You could be an idiot. <laughs> but if you're right in this, I'm going to listen.
0: Hope you enjoyed that conversation with Brian Peskin. If you didn't listen to the previous episodes we've had him on, that would be episode 129, episode 45. We'll drop links for both of those down below. He also has a great book. He has actually two great books, The PEO Solution, and the 24-hour diet. Both are amazing reads. I'm going to drop links for both those books in the podcast notes down below. You might be wondering, okay, if I don't take fish oil, what is a good replacement? I personally take Pureform, which is a plant-based omega that gives you the derivatives, the building blocks for your body to make its own EPA and DHA enough for you to thrive without any of the rancidity any of the issues that Brian spoke about so if you want to get your bottle of pure of pure form there's a vegan version and a regular version I take the regular version I also give it to my dog I'm going to drop a link down below we also have a couple of coupon codes for you to get pure form so I'll put that down below in the podcast notes reminder if you want to learn more about my detox program coming up few spots left head to ketocamp detox.com watch a short video learn about it and hopefully you could join me on this amazing 90-Day Detox Journey, which we only do three times per year, head to KetoCampDetox.com. Please share this episode with a friend. Please leave the Keto Camp Podcast a rating and review. And thank you so much for listening to the entire episode of the Keto Camp Podcast. I'll see you on the next one.